0: Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Himalaya. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Well, Ulysses, um, I think MLB, the Red Sox, Cheaters, wanted us to sweep this whole thing under the rug, the the penalty or the non-penalty, if you will. I find it funny, and Tom Verducci, you know who Tom Verducci is, right? National right. baseball writer. He pointed this out. I thought it was a very astute observation that Rob Manfred laid out these uh, so-called penalties on the Red Sox right before the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. What was everybody talking about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? The NFL draft. Right. Right. And just a little aside mention, unless you're really in the baseball thick of it in the baseball world, but the general sports fan, you know, I feel like he's had this on his plate for a couple weeks now. He's like, we're going to wait till the NFL draft until highest ratings ever. That's what everybody's thinking about and focused on. And this is when we're going to, we're going to put out these, uh, basically a penalty of a, of a video operator. <laughs> That's about it. And the loss of a second round de- draft pick.
1: For the last two months, there has been no sports, right? Mm-hmm. Like just now, for the last two months, no sports whatsoever. The NFL draft is essentially like the the first thing, really, unless mm-hmm. you're a WrestleMania fan, uh, I guess.
0: Yeah, and that wasn't. I mean, that was that wasn't even. I mean, to call that WrestleMania, yeah, it was technically WrestleMania, but they're right, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so this is essentially the first thing that a sports fan could potentially watch and be really into. And you just sweep it under the rug, under the, the immense, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's it's it sucks. It sucks as a baseball fan to, to know that uh, Manfred and, and company are, are just not willing to, you know, do what they need to do. But I was so upset, Kevin, that mm-hmm. I created a list of five things that are stronger than MLB's ruling against the Red Sox for cheating.
0: OK. I wanna okay, want to hear
1: it. hear it? Yeah. Yes. OK. Here we go. Uh, number one, the plot of Spider-Man 3 is stronger than the ruling on the Red Sox. Wow. OK. I never I saw Spider-Man
0: Man 3, but I guess oh.
1: I shouldn't see it. Okay, Toby Maguire goes emo. He parts his hair on the side. He does the dancing on the street. Sandman, Venom, Harry goes bad. The God, it's crap. It's a stronger plot. That plot is stronger than the MLB's ruling on the Red Sox. Number depending, two.
0: Yeah, depending on how long this quarantine goes. I mean, if, if this goes on for a year, oh. I might have to dip myself into some Spider-Man 3. But as of right now, after hearing your review of it... <laughs>
1: Uh, It's going to be at the bottom of my my list. It should be. Number two, decaf coffee from your local Motel 8 is stronger than the ruling Mm. on the Red Sox. Okay. Okay? It's usually muddy water. Yeah. stronger.
0: And you're talking about the uh, the coffee that they put actually in the hotel, not that you get Exactly. During the continental breakfast. Yeah, stay away from that stuff. With the $5 coffee maker and, and they got like... A thing of Splenda and, and a crappy <laughs> cup, yeah. Don't,
1: yeah, yeah. Stay away. Yeah, exactly. Number three, using dry spaghetti as chopsticks would be a stronger tool than the ruling on the Red Sox. Oh, wow, very good. Yeah, like not it. People, not many people would try it, but I'm telling you, that would be a strong, stronger than the ruling. Uh number four, Jackie Bradley Jr.'s career offensive output of a 236 batting average and a 727 OPS is stronger than the ruling on the Red Sox. <laughs> yes. What he hit last season, too, this past season? it was, yeah, probably, Did he bat over two
0: hundred I don't think did. Was he above he the Mendoza line? I don't man, know. Man, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Talk about a guy that, I mean, he was, I mean, this happens with a lot of prospects, but he was so hyped, I feel like. As he was coming up through the minors, like, oh, this is the next, the next legend. And at the end of People the day, you've sometimes
1: got- st- stop talking about Xander Bogarts or Mookie Betts because they were trying to talk about Jackie Bradley Jr. That's how much of a whoopsie that was. <laughs> yes, uh, indeed. And now, to finalize this list of things that are stronger than MLB's ruling on the Red Sox for cheating, number five. Okay. Winston Churchill's vertical leap. Is stronger than MLB's ruling on the Red Sox. Very good. That yeah. and uh, maybe Jose Alvarado's vertical
0: leap, too. You know, can go put in a him bunch of there. different angles with it.
1: But I'm thinking even Winston Churchill's vertical leap yeah. is stronger. You know, you can even add Winston Churchill's jawline is stronger. Yeah than MLB's ruling on the Red Sox. Pablo Sandoval's jawline is stronger. There we go. I'm I'm telling you, a lot of things are stronger than
0: this. So uh, in in essence, what you're saying is uh, it was a crap verdict from Rob Manfred, and it was a non-penalty penalty. penalty.
1: It's like it never even happened, man.
0: A tap on the wrist, like we said. And what's funny about this is, remember after there was so much criticism about the penalty against the Houston Astros for not being strong enough or swift enough that oh well the Red Sox are really going to get it because they've MLB's learned their lesson that the fans will not stand for this baseball will not stand for this and what happens I mean it's like why'd you even do this I mean it's like, it's basically a second round pick
1: that's now, what it is what I think I mean you 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 it's just so unnerving to think that it was delayed and delayed over and over again. Then it gets put out the day before the biggest sports thing that the country has had to to entertain themselves for over mm-hmm. two months. Uh, and it just comes out so weak. I mean, Rob Manfred is a weak, yeah, weak commissioner. Uh, you cannot do this. And, and And the thing that sucks now is that Astros fans... Who have been on the side of ridiculousness by saying, yeah. well, you know, it's not this to go bad or, you know, all of the other teams cheated, which I get. Yeah, I get. Honestly, you guys, cheated, I, you guys got caught. And yeah. You guys won the World Series and an MVP like you guys have no room to talk. Just say whatever and keep walking. You can't even I'm not saying to say take it like, oh, OK, we yeah. suck. No, just say whatever and then walk away. That's what Astros fans should be doing. They're not doing that for the most part. Now they get to be on a pedestal, saying, "See, we got taken this and this and mm-hmm. this, and the Red Sox got taken nothing." So now you've actually given some level of uh, of purity to yeah. Astros fans when they shouldn't get zero. When they should get zero.
0: What What's funny is, on, I'm almost to the point where Astros fans and supporters they might be at this point more delusional than the most delusional franchise in baseball. Or franchises. I mean, they're they're almost getting to the point where they're as annoying or more annoying than Yankees and Red Sox
1: contingent. Yeah, that's what that's what happens. That's what happens when you win a World Series.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Manfred's report, he was like, "Oh, there's no evidence that uh, coaches, front office, anybody knew about this. Although, um, they they seem to know about the Apple Watch scandal. And how does an organization? I mean, you've got you've got dozens, if not hundreds, of baseball lifers." And they can't realize that oh something fishy's going around. So you're either you're either extremely dumb. negligent, incompetent, look the other way, or you knew what was going on the whole time, or most but, of the whole time. And I think that's
1: it's probably the the latter. But to me, I just don't understand how when you're in a in that high position, yes, you might the owners might give you money or whatever. I have, there might be some shady stuff underneath yeah. it. Okay, whatever. But. Man, everybody knows. Like, they're, they're, I mean, you already caught them the year previously with the Apple Watches. So mm-hmm. why are you not coming down hard on them when you already said that you would? Yeah. You already said that you would and then you, now you don't. And you took a whole lot of time for this ruling to to come. I mean, I think it was a month after the Astros investigation started that the Red Sox got uh, – th- that investi- investigation got started. Like mm-hmm. a month after. right. So, you're telling me, like, in four months, this is the best you could come up with? This is this is it. A rogue operator. In a billion dollars... It was just one dude. JT Watkins is his name. JT Watkins. An Wadkins. advanced
0: scout and also, coincidentally, the video room operator. First of all, why does an MLB just put MLB officials and personnel into that video room to make sure there's no shadiness going on?
1: I think there are monitors during the game, but, I mean... Couldn't you say? I mean, in the athletic piece a couple months ago, the Red Sox, some Red Sox players had said that you could really just see the MLB monitor just walk out during the game for a yeah, couple innings. At you got to find a way to clean that up. I mean, yeah. the other they're, thing they're too
0: only. is the Red Sox. You we've mentioned it. Apple Watch. You, they've already cheated once. Okay, this isn't their first transgression. Okay, right. So you've got to come down even. I mean, that that season, if you look at what they've been able to do with cheating, I mean, that 108-game season, winning 108 games, I mean, Fangraphs has a great report on how much better they were with a runner on second and off-speed pitches and how much mm. they just hammered the competition. And again, I think it's one of those things where you've really got to set an example. And, and I've got kind of what I would – And it's not because we're raised fans and the Red Sox are sort of our biggest rival and and all that. It's about if you really want to get rid of cheating in baseball, you got to come down harsh on the penalties.
1: That's right. And here's
0: here's kind of what I've got. And I know you're not a big fan of the postseason ban, so I can kind of table that for now. But I would love to see. And I know it's harsh, but again, if you really want to prevent it, two-year postseason
1: ban. Because you cheated twice. I... I don't think I'm against it. I think I am hesitant to look at it because I don't know how how it would work out. I mean, would fans show up to games where they know that there won't be a postseason would there be enough like you know merchandising and advertising towards that club. Are you killing that club's revenue by not going to the playoffs? All that, thats I'm their problem. I mean, whatever. you cheated, and it is, and it, yeah. and it is. But I don't think that if MLB is not even willing to you know uh, right. find more than a rogue operator in this Red Sox scheme, that they would be willing yeah. to to. But I think it, okay. it would be a great um, hindrance for them to do so.
0: This. and and again i mean college football does it all the time college sports does it all the time with okay you play out the regular season but you've got a postseason ban so you can go you can go 12 and 0 during the college football season but if you get caught of recruiting violations or paying players whatever it is sorry buddy you're not you're not playing in the national championship but okay so put that aside say all right we're gonna not do how about loss of not just a second round draft pick. I for, we forgot to mention that. Okay, they lost a the second round draft. That's so little the penalty oh, is, come I feel on. like. I think at least you should lose, like, at least your first and second for two years. And honestly, I like to see it. This, this year's draft might be only five rounds. Okay, lose your first five round draft picks for the next two years. Right. Okay? Right. Um, the, in as far as the, I, I guess they, they weren't even fined. Like the Astros, the, the Astros were fined $5 million, correct? Ridiculous. I think that rule should be changed where you can find more than $5 million to a billion-dollar franchise. Um, so Agreed. My idea is, so the, world, uh, the Red Sox already have that World Series under the belt. The shares from that World Series, I think uh, they distributed, I looked it up, they distributed 66 shares worth around $418,000 piece. So I just multiplied that up. It comes out to about $28 million or so. But I say, okay, $25 million fine. Basically, Um, the shares, if you want to round it up, I I think 25 is a good that might also prevent you from signing a free agent or two, something like that. That actually kind of sets an example.
1: I like that. I like that. Uh, Thirdly.
0: Thirdly, no international bonus pool money for two seasons
1: you got to do that you got because if you if you're if you it's like uh, yeah you can't just put a hole on the on the on the college draft or, or the, that happens in june and then let mm-hmm. that other one just keep going flowing no no you got to put a stop to that yeah. one as well and
0: just for semantics' purposes, put uh, asterisks on the uh, Astros World Series and the Red Sox World Series.
1: Okay, I, I, I mean I agree with 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 all of that. I mean, you have to do some of it. You can't just do nothing, and they did nothing. Yeah, they did, they, did nothing, Kevo. It's like they, what? I mean, really? What they cheat? They got their World Series. Didn't they get an MVP out of that too? They got a lot of things out of it. Not yeah, to they mention got a, all yeah, the extra revenues an and
0: everything. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. And I, I see that Mookie Betts didn't have as good of a year this past year as he did in 2018.
1: Yeah. Then there, uh, maybe the monitors became a little bit more stringent in 2019 and you saw how awful the Red Sox were.
0: Yeah. I'd love to see if this happened to like the Tigers or the Orioles, how the punishment would be put out as opposed to oh, uh-huh. one of the penultimate sports franchises. Right, just, right. just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah. God, I'm getting more and more frustrated with Rob Manfred. I know. I was, I, I was, I was
1: joking in the beginning. Now I'm just upset and angry. Yeah. yeah. God. Uh,
0: changing gears here. This week, for the rest of this week, we'll be talking about the best moments in Ray's history, greatest moments in Ray's history, uh, as part of our uh, series of... It, really, it's the bosses upstairs who are telling us, hey, let's have some kind of um, all-around content throughout the MLB, uh, channel. Uh, so what did we do last week? We did greatest moments of 2019. So now this is the entire franchise. So we, okay. we've been, we've been going into the archives of, of Ray's history for sure. So, uh, we'll, we'll each probably bring up, I mean, we'll bring up a couple of moments throughout this week. Uh, I've got one that I'll tell you about next. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're still eating lunch. I love food and that's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. How about that, Ulysses? You don't even have having to open the door even
1: anymore. It's just like- It's, it's like ma- food magically appears on your doorstep.
0: No human contact, I love it. Uh, yes. Given what's going on <laughs> in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up, you guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. Is there a local spot? We don't want to reveal where we live in the Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay area. Uh, We will say we live in Tampa, but do you have a favorite spot? What is one spot maybe?
1: I do, I do. I have a breakfast place. I won't say the name, but I have a breakfast place. I love it. You can get chicken and waffles. You can get uh, gravy. You can get a breakfast Cuban. It's just a delicious, delicious place to to get your food. Tell me off there
0: because I want to know about this place. (laughs) Okay. And if you really are interested in knowing about this spot, Uh, just send us an email to uh, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. I will say there's a particular pizza place in Seminole Heights that I am in favor of. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Uh, My place is in Seminole Heights as well. How about that? Uh, We may or may not live in that area. (laughs) That's right. Right on the border there. Uh, Anyway, Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7 Eleven, and dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Post made it.
1: I did a little bit of food trivia, uh, surprisingly, on this podcast, in this episode. Pizza place, breakfast place. yeah, Huh, trivia. Sentinel food Heights, I trivia. Like it. I, think I, got, I think I know what you're going to say, but I don't know if you know what I'm going to say. Mm. Should yeah. we save it? Let's we save should probably it. save it for Friday, yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's not a
0: – I'm trying to stay away from the chains,
1: yes a hundred percent
0: unless they advertise on the show then we'll promote the heck out of them then it's my favorite place yeah uh if you want to check out our food podcast uh, just (laughs) we'll probably be creating one um okay (laughs) greatest moments in ray's history hit me part one yes we'll be talking about this on wednesday and friday as well um Ulysses, does the date of October 6, 2005 mean anything to you?
1: October 6, 2005. I, I don't believe it does, Kevin. Tell me about it. What happened? That is the
0: date when Vince Namoli seized operations as owner, and there was new blood coming in to the huh. Raiders franchise in the form of Stuart Sternberg, Andrew Friedman, Matt Silverman, Joe Madden, all those guys. A changing of the guard, if you will. Look at that. And while I guess the results weren't really shown until about three years later, well, two seasons later, because it happened in October, two full seasons later in 2018, when we saw the fruits of their labor, I think this was a pretty significant moment as far as turning the page on what had been a disastrous and one of the most embarrassing sports franchises in sports up to that point i mean heck you had an owner who uh, refused to pay for internet access and email access in the front office because he said it was just a fad that that's, is who we were dealing with with vince Namoli. may he rest in peace not straight, to mention other fair. cutting corners in a lot of different ways in fact you want to take a guess at what the payroll was in 2005 I'm gonna go with uh, 38 million. Man, you are you are high. You are significantly high. It was 29 million, actually, like 28.6.
1: Gosh, Aubrey,
0: yeah, (laughs) Aubrey Huff was the highest-paid player at like 4.1 mil or something.
1: Okay, this is this is what's so frustrating about. Being a Tampa Bay Rays fan and and having to hear crap from other twenty nine major league clubs, especially mm-hmm. the the big ones that are in our division, uh, you try building tradition. You try building uh, you know com- camaraderie mm-hmm. and, and affection and community love for a team that has. That much regard for 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 its team twenty nine million dollar budget that mm-hmm. has a, a a stadium that was outdated on day one where it debuted in ninety eight yes. I mean, the, the race have just done so many things from the beginning to kind of make people hate them yes. to not be attracted to them and yet they still do have a bunch of fans like us die hard and and more. You mm-hmm. see that, but, but it's been very difficult, and, and it took a long time. Ten years is a long time to be projected as the joke of the league. Yes, and there's so many other things at
0: play. The transients, the fact that the stadium's in St. Petersburg, the fact that Vince Namoli upset so many people and so many families that uh, a lot of them have said, I will not spend another dollar with that organization. I mean, he wouldn't let a, I think there was a story of a, uh, of a woman, an elderly woman who was diabetic and she was trying to bring in her own food for blood sugar stability and they wouldn't let her bring it in. She had to watch the game from like her car outside the state or she was on a tour bus. I don't know if it was a famous lady or what, but, uh, but that also changed when Stu Sternberg took over because at least for a little bit there. There was free parking. You could bring in your own food and drinks, non-alcoholic, of course. They did a lot of things to engage families and kids. And that period between when he took over to... I know we've I mean we been bad-mouthing him. A lot of people have been bad-mouthing him for years, especially with the split-season proposal on the table. But we also have to remember uh, what he took over and how... He and his leadership changed things because, at the end of the day, we've had a lot of rooting moments and a lot of great things to talk about since 2008, um, or within a couple of years of since that that organization um, changed hands. Basically, so I do think we have to give Sternberg credit. I mean, we also have to, in a sense, give Namoli credit for bringing and working to bring the franchise after took like 20 years to bring the franchise to 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 west central florida to st petersburg at least he did that right and i did a lot of bad things after that and same thing for like after 15 years of sternberg we're starting to see the uh certain cracks and the frustration. Right? which i get I, I get i get i totally understand that but um i still think that was a, a huge moment because oh, yeah, who bullshit. knows if I mean, if, if Namoli... Because Namoli, what, died last year? Yes. I mean, he could have still, essentially
1: still been owning the team if he wanted to. Um, when about... when did Stu actually buy the team, though? You said he moved to be the owner in '05. Do you know when Stu and company started to... die? actually bought the team? Oh, like when the sale went down?
0: I, I have no idea. I mean, I would okay. have guessed around that time, right? I mean, Me
1: too. Me too. I mean, if he's moving to owner, I don't know.
0: I will say on that date, like, immediately on October 6th, he must have taken over sole control because he fired then-general manager Chuck Lamar. Uh, he was like, you're out. Not <laughs> <even>. <laughs> like, once he took control, he's like, okay, I've got uh, I've got this many shares of the franchise. You are donezo, I'm bringing in my guys, Andrew Friedman and Matt Silverman, and take things not, over.
1: Not going to lie. That must be, for every person that has ever had that opportunity, that must be, like, their most Batman- badass moment. Yeah. To just mm-hmm. come in and be like, "Hey, you, Johnson. Yeah. Get out of here. You're
0: done. A lot You're of done. bad drafts there." Back a lot up. of bad drafts. "Pack it up. There's a box over there. Get your stuff." They also bought out Lou Pinella too. That must have been fun telling Lou Panella he's <laughs> all but fired. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, like we're how sending many security you away. personnel." Honestly, Lou Panella is probably like, "Thank God. I'm out of <laughs> yeah. this organization. I can I can go into the sunset." Go back Little into my Tampa neighborhood.
1: Yeah, Little did he know that he was going to be the last losing manager. Because, I mean, yeah, Joe Madden takes over for two seasons and he sucks it all up. Yeah. But nobody remembers Joe Madden for stinking it up the first two seasons. Yo. They all remember him as the guy that brought the Rays way and, and took him to the World Series and got yeah. him into winning ways. And ultimately won the first championship in Chicago with the Cubs after right. hundred and three 49 years whatever it was
0: and honestly those first two seasons probably aren't on madden it's just the fact of they're trying yeah. to untangle all the issues and problems that the organization had previously so right remember that date october 6th it's a, 2005
1: it's a good trivia uh question yeah right there. might just save it in
0: my back pocket i guess this year this october will be the 15th anniversary yeah! That. Wow, look at that. Hopefully, we have baseball going on at that time. Hopefully, we have Rays baseball going on on. October That's 6th. right.
1: I, I don't. Uh, baseball would be nice, but Rays baseball would be much nicer, Kevin. Yes, it would. Yes, it would.
0: All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now, you play your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.